Make it so, number one. Engage. Oh, no, I closed the page to the one where what? I can't remember it myself. Where's my it's memory? F's in the chat, boys. <laughs> F's in the chat. Ugh. Whatever. Uh, welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hola. Uh, yeah, so we're still, we're TAS, Star Trek the Animated Series. Uh, was, today we're going to be talking about yesteryear. So this is season one, episode two, original air date, September 15th, 1973. Um, this is a good one. So throwback to tie into a TOS episode. We get some weird aliens. We get some history on Spock. We get some, get to see his pet. Um, with a Mark Leonard. Comes, can't believe you can't take care of that in the 23rd century. I know. Right. Uh, Sarek is back. So, you know, what's funny. I, and I didn't know this, this is Sarek's only other, uh, appearance. If you want to call it that until he's in, I think star Trek three. Is it three? Is that correct? I think he's. I don't think he's in in Wrath of Khan. He comes back in he's three. He's asking though. you, Phil. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I only know. I only know about three. his TNG appearances. I don't know. Well, no, he. So he. Uh, he's in the films. I mean, yeah. No. So this is. I yeah. So, yeah. I knew he was in the films. I just didn't know which one or ones. It's just. It's so interesting how he. You know, he did one episode in TOS, one animated, and then he's in the films. But he's such a huge character, you know. And Sarek is a great character, anyways. So it's yeah. just funny how he kind of picked up this following from like minimal appearances um i enjoyed this one this is we get a lot of history on spock i enjoy this one what do you david what do you think about this one? Oh, spock performs back to the future it was not terrible uh, <laughs> it wasn't of, horrible yeah, it's not terrible <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong it breaks every rule of time travel in any kind of real sense in any way shape or form but it is fun there's a talking um, vulture there, like is, there, is talking, <laughs> there is a talking. There is a talking. You're worried about eagle. the time travel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, even because because it carries over from TOS. Even though it's animated, I still feel like it has to be rules. But yeah, it, I like the golden How eagle does, guy. He's kind of neat. How does this break the rules of time travel? Because you create a paradox. If you have to go back and do something to yourself in order to create something to happen, you create a time loop. That would create a time paradox the moment it's broken. Not to mention, if you go back in time and you come back and something's different, your memories would be different too. You don't get suspended from the changes because yeah. the changes are still the past that you would have experienced as well. And if you go back and you change something that would keep you from time traveling in the first place, now you've created a paradox that could it, you know, make the entire universe explode. Like it just collapses everything. So don't get me wrong. It's well, uh, filled with issues in that sense, but the, what I call movie logic is still intact. Like <laughs> they try to like close the loop and make sure he has to go back and help himself yeah. in some way and, and do that. So I mean, it's I in the gray it. area. It's forgivable. <laughs> well, I think because when they, when they first met the guardian in city on the edge of forever, they made that change. And remember they tried to contact the enterprise and it was not there. Mm-hmm. But on the planet, they were there. So yeah, obviously, it's like, were, it's like they were isolated from changes yeah, in space time, yeah. like a time space, like it's they're in uh, like a TARDIS, like a like a time the safe space room. time continuum. <laughs> um, <laughs> because technically, if they had gone back and made a change and the Enterprise was not there, then they never would have been there to make the change in the first place. So it's like there you, you know, go, paradox, paradoxes. Well, yeah, yeah it's but very I mean, easy to create a time paradox if you go back and change anything. In fact, some would say it's impossible to impossible, avoid a time yeah. paradox if you go back and change something. Well, that's what, that's Which why they it, say time travel is not possible. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it's like that thing. It's like if you don't take a breath when you go back and change something, 
well, that one breath you take is CO2 that you don't exhale. So but therefore, some plant may die. Take... And that plant that dies may be the cure for some disease and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the, like the, a butterfly the... effect. Yeah. Well, there are there are different theories on that. I kind of like the one that Legends of Tomorrow uses where like it takes time to set and time is kind of like a river you can divert it but it tends to revert back to its normal pay, cur- normal stream, but if you revert it enough you can completely change it and it goes another direction. So I like the I, Doctor I kind Who of explanation <laughs> which is basically just like timey it's whatever the stuff. doctor says. Yeah, timey yeah. wimey stuff. It's just <laughs> it's it's whatever the doctor says it is. Uh, yes, and, yeah. and I love Doctor Who, but believe me if I ever try to analyze it I'm like, "Ah, oh, my brain hurts." hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why at some point you just have to go, ah, fuck it, it's, I'm just going to enjoy this. Just, oh, yeah, uh, it's called it's called the suspension of disbelief. You have, oh, yeah. to, have to be a sci-fi fan. So that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's it, even for movie stuff, it's gray area, but it's forgivable. It's forgivable. But, yeah, I, I definitely do like the uh, the tall Skeksy Golden Eagle dude that we had. Skeksy. Um, oh, good reference. <laughs> thank you. He's kind of like his, Skeksy. Oh, his, his face is Skeksy-esque. Well, yeah, uh, his face is. But yeah, and then we had uh, another guy that plays Thalen. He's a um, Andorian, and and yep, is that he's right? an Andorian. Andorian. And then they yep, talked about how Andorians are basically Klingons, apparently, because they're like warlike people and all that stuff. So it's kind of neat to see that get tied in too, and so on. Yeah. But shut up, pink skin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Phil, what did you think about this one? Yeah, it was a good episode. We get a nice callback to the original series this is the only episode that dc fontana would write for the animated series and it it definitely has some of her touches on it for the story and whatnot um yeah you just kind of bypass and overlook the whole time travel thing with the guardian whatever um yeah but but it's like hey it's they don't explain really how they get back there or what they're doing but it's like eh, okay yeah Um, it's yeah Sorry, Apparently they visit it like you take a commercial flight to another country. You just get on, yeah. you fly over. Yeah, we're Let's going to check out this time period. We'll be there in a couple we'll of hours. We'll just be really careful not to mess anything up. <laughs> well, right, because they're they're there. They're like, oh, we're studying different time. I'm like, why? Why? You know, you're just gonna fuck something up. Why? Yeah, just don't basically. do it. Yeah. Um, well, the, the temptation so, would be tough not to do. So. Yeah. 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 So well, yeah. So I I enjoyed this one. Yeah, it, it's a DC Fontana. Um, like I said, you get some more history on Spock. You get Sarek. You get a little bit of Spock's childhood. You get some stuff because, like, when in Journey to Babel, they mentioned Spock had a pet, and then you actually get to see the pet in this. So there's definitely a lot of callbacks and references to, like, you know, they're all of that, which I yeah. like. Yeah, I had forgotten that. Huh. Yeah. So I enjoy this one. Uh, but yeah, basically they go to the planet where the Guardian was from City on on the Edge of Forever. They're doing like scientific studies these timelines and they come through and no one recognizes Spock except for Kirk because apparent science. Um, so they go up to the ship and like no one recognizes him. Kirk has an Andorian for a first officer. Um, so basically they establish that somehow someone changed the past and they pick a day and spot or and, uh, Spock's like, oh, I remember this was a Vulcan tradition. I I went out and my cousin saved me from a thing. He goes, and oddly enough, my cousin looked like me. Weird uh, and funny. Uh, yeah, they so use that, that wonderful family, the family writing resemblance. 
that yeah. wonderful semi-lazy lazy trope of like, I kind of remember, but the details are fuzzy, so you can like say what you want and then take anything back and later in the story. But actually, it was Kirk. Child. I think it was Kirk who asked, he's like, did your cousin look a lot like you? I'm like, okay, so Kirk put together that this was a time travel <laughs> thing? Really? Yeah. Kirk is a genius. He's yeah. underappreciated in his time. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the cause, the cause one. The cause, yeah. So basically, they 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 figure out that sp- current Spock has to go back to younger Spock and save him from a thing that happened in order to reset the timeline. So Spock goes back. We see that Spock was bullied as a kid for being half human because apparently Vulcans are dicks. And exactly. speaking of which, yeah. do all Vulcans have S starting names? Is that how like you have to do. name them all after an S? Okay. Because I was curious, because they named the three bullies, well, and it was Sepek, Sofek, Stark, and then his dad is um, Sarek. Sarek, and he's Spock. I'm like, really? Well, like, you're logical, kind, but you're going to restrict yourself to one opening letter? It was kind of the tradition, I think, for the show, obviously, that changed when they got to, like, you know, Tuvok. Um, but a lot, because in the original series, all, a lot of females were, like, a T apostrophe. Yeah, to Paul, uh, to Mir. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then what was her name in in Enterprise? I I, I forget her name. Tapal. That was okay. No, then who was who was the the one from Amok Time? The like the like uh, senior one wasn't that Tapal? Oh, uh, something. Oh gosh. Anyways, yeah, but yeah, you're right. But yeah, Tapau so so right. so so females were like a T apostrophe. Um, I don't think there's ever an, an explanation for it. Obviously, Tuvok is Tuvok. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's alphabetical. <laughs> unless he's not Tuvok. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's Tuvix. Unless he's Tuvix. In which case, you just kill him and it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's murder. Um, yeah. So we do, we see a lot of that. We see. Um, so like Amanda Gray uh, is is not voiced by Amanda. It's, she's voiced by by Angel Barrett. Um, yeah. He goes out on this thing because the. Uh, Basically, young Spock is, which you get a lot through the, the other films and stuff, is that he was bullied as a kid. Like, he was, people mm-hmm. shit, like, shat yeah, on him. Even done. Sarek. Sarek is a terrible father. I'm just saying it. He, he's a Vulcan father, I think, is what they get to. But it's funny, and and this is the thing, is because he, he always gave Spock shit for, like, oh, well, you're half human. You're emotional. Ugh. But, like, well, then why did you marry a human? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand it then. And you're well, I think full it, Vulcan it was, and you married a human. It wasn't that he was giving him crap for being half Vulcan. He wanted him to deny his human side. Then don't have a fully kid Vulcan. that's human. Yeah. You're a smart man. You know how genetics work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you can you can choose to suppress a side of yourself if you really want to. That's what he was trying to get the kid to do. I do that doesn't necessarily day. mean he's going to have... Wait a second. <laughs> As you say, does that mean that he's going to necessarily do it no but he that i get what he was trying for it's not the best parenting but especially think of parenting in the 60s this was very like he's probably an all-star parent in the 60s (laughs) sarah kind of lays down the law he's like hey you need to pick if you're going to be human human if you're going to be vulcan then you need to be vulcan yeah that's true Mm -hmm. um so he goes back yeah we see his uh pet uh pet gets injured uh and dies and apparently that's the only change that happens in this timeline that spock alters yeah um what else yeah then that's he saves him and then he goes back that's it pretty much pretty much yeah yeah Yeah, but some interesting i like um 
yeah, I, I like seeing this a bit more of Vulcan because you don't get a lot of, I mean, cause you don't see Vulcan a lot on screen, right. you know, um, God, do they ever go back? I, I, I haven't seen, uh, seen enterprise, so I don't know if they go to Vulcan on that. Um, yes. There's at least, yeah. there's at least one episode where they go back to Vulcan. Okay. Uh, it's the episode where Picard, uh, pretends to be an archeologist on that ship and they have to assemble the, uh, the resonator thing. Oh, for and it was a TNG. device. That, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, sorry. No, I, I um, oh, I was for the animated about, series. No, oh, I said, oh. I said, um, uh, for enterprise. Oh, 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 oh. Um, no, I don't think they do. I don't remember. No, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, but that's it. Yeah. There's some interactions with this kid. He basically, you know, he tells him or Spock gives him some, you know, sage full advice. Uh, then he comes back and everything's fine. Yeah. He reset the timeline. Yep. Episode over. Yeah, that's it. It is kind of funny too how he does the ner- vo- vo- the Vulcan nerve pinch, and then like young him is like, "Do you think I'll learn how to do that someday?" He's like, "I'm <laughs> sure you will." Yes, you will. <laughs> You'll nerve pinch everything in sight, my friend. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? You guys got anything else? Um, no. I mean, that was about it. Uh, any anything I want to dive into? Any Vulcan? shit i don't know nah i mean it was interesting <laughs> but they didn't really with the little ceremony thing but eh. yeah i mean it, i i don't i didn't get much of a sense before that he was bullied as a child or anybody had really given him crap for being half human this kind of did dive into that you from see journey to babel films. you get well i was guess well okay i have to take your word for it on that one but i know in journey to babel like you see that he has kind of an estranged relationship with his father which makes sense but yeah this You've was kind of jade see, like Huge. You've seen the Kelvin films. Yes. No, absolutely. And like in the beginning when he's like choosing to go to Starfleet over the Vulcan science Academy and he gives kind of that fuck you tone where he's like live long and prosper. I was like, well, no, ah. there's, there's a whole scene where like the kids beat him up. Oh yeah. And the kids beat him up, but that's what I mean. So yeah, this gives kind of that background to that in that it just, I thought it might've been something that they made up for the Kelvin films to give some backstory. It's weird though. That's a, that's a really recurring theme throughout Star Trek though. If, Cause you like, um, Alexander really got mm-hmm. made fun of for being half uh, Klingon. Uh, Belana Torres said she got made fun of and bullied as a kid for being half human, half Klingon again. It's Was like Alexander kind of, half? Yeah. Half uh, it makes well, sense because kids been, tend to hone in on whatever is most different about you and most sensitive, and that's something people would be sensitive about. Yeah, but three quarters. But it, his mom was half and half. His mom was half. Okay, so it was a quarter. Yeah, but if you live in the Federation where, oh, everyone lives in peace and harmony, and you got like shitty-ass kids who are making yeah, fun of you being a different species. No matter, well, nothing changes kids, in the future. Kids still no, suck. Kids are assholes, yeah. <laughs> well, bullied. I was going to say, yeah, kids are going to be that way. The whole point is you have to teach them how to be good. Nobody has to teach a child how to be bad. You have to teach them how to be good. I think that's true. <laughs> oh, I'd I say think, that's true. Kids learn how to misbehave on their own, no problem. No, but They're I think kids can be born and... with a compassionate, like, like a softer side. I mean, not every kid just comes out wanting to be shitty. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, you have to teach and train them to do the better stuff. Some of I the better stuff might be you normal, know, but you definitely don't have to teach them how to be bad. I disagree with that. I, I don't think you have to teach them ethics and compassion and all that. You just, some people are just like that. They just want to listen and do good things. 
Mm-hmm. I disagree with I, I I was never like a mischievous kid. I mean, I would do shit, but I was I I usually listened and I mean, not to say I'm a, you know the best example, but there's plenty of kids who just come out and they're like very congenial and calm and so I disagree with that. Okay. Well, we can disagree. It's that next time on Star Trek, Doctor Spock (laughs) talks about childhood, (laughs) nature versus nurture on the Nerd Trek podcast. Because none of us are qualified to talk about this. (laughs) True, true, true. Um, Three dicks who have no idea what they're talking about just spout things. Yeah, I mean, besides from being parents, but I don't know if that qualifies us for anything. No. No, um, kick, in, kick in the head. Like, what are you thinking? No. Um. Okay, that's it for Anything. this one. Um. Yeah. Any uh, Dave parting thoughts? Um, I'd say maybe six point five on the Dave meter on this one. Okay. I didn't like it quite as much as the last one, but obviously not terrible. Not TOS season three for sure um <laughs> so is is that going to be like our our low bar for everything and well it's not season three of tos that i think that may be for the rest of the time just like how yeah, for the rest of tos it was oh it's not shore leave <laughs> there's a sequel to shore leave in the animated series oh God. they go back to the shore leave planet boy you just had to kick it, me in the nuts right there didn't you it's <laughs> as long as it's better written because technically true. the concept wasn't the problem. It was how all the over execution. the place they were trying to yeah. write the damn thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I like it. Um, yeah, 6.5. I'd say alternate title was Back to the Future in Star Trek in space. 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 Spock goes back to the future. <laughs> all right. Uh, Phil? Uh, yeah, it was pretty solid. I yeah can't complain too much, definitely. So... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being pleasant. I've been pleasantly surprised these first two episodes. So okay. hopefully, hopefully it keeps up. Yeah, you know what's what's interesting is because um, it's it can be a little hard to tell what the audience is for the animated show because I mean obviously it's animated, so people are going to go, oh, it's for kids. But if you look at it, like this isn't like your standard kids show it's like it talks about spock's past and time travel and like oh having the confidence as you grow up and you to go and be a man i'm like i I never watched cartoons like that when i was a kid like this is this is like not quite adult because i guess it's it's animated if people didn't like that but not quite for kids i feel like we have to have your dad on again jeff and ask him about like how the stigma of cartoons being for kids back then and if that was really the case because i know by the time 70s he was probably how old is he? He was in his twenties, so he's probably well. And he was in the military. I don't think he ever watched these. Oh well, I don't know because I was going to say by the time it hit us as kids in like the eighties, early nineties, absolutely. If it was animated, it was considered a kids thing. And I feel like Disney did have a lot to play into that, so maybe mm. that would be part of it in the seventies. Because by mm. then you've had a slew of animated films already um, that were obviously yeah. kind of designed for kids, but you're right. This is almost like, I don't want to say adult swim, but it's cause it's not that kind of adult, but it's kind definitely of... while it's still kid appropriate, it deals with stuff that would go right over a kid's head. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I want to use the term mature, but whenever you say, Oh, it's mature content, people think like, Oh, it's sex and language, but no, yeah, this, it's not. this is mature, <laughs> like emotionally and plot and like storytelling. So it's that That's kind I mean, of mature. Too, yeah. Saying yeah. adult is the same thing. Oh, it's adult. Well, no, not that kind of adult. No, we're talking about <laughs> like this, the space time continuum here and stuff. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, it's kid physics. It, it's adult in the same way that the actual show was adult. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, different. basically. Yeah. So I, I, I've been, I've been enjoying these. I know, I, you know, I've, I've watched the first four because you know we do our our recordings. Um, I've, I've been enjoying them. They're really interesting. The, the plots are really different. Um. And they're, I don't know, I just feel like they're a, a whole different kind of vibe. Because, like, you know, mm-hmm. like we said, you can, they're like, let's just do our 30 minutes of plot and that's it. Yeah. There's no, you know, bullshit. You can tell the writers definitely liked it. They're like, how long is it? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, 22 minutes, done. Okay, cool. I'm done. I don't need to fill it. I don't need to stretch anything. We're solid. Yeah, there's no, at least so far, there's no weird romantic things. There's no courtroom scenes of like, oh, you're turning old and a courtroom scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like <laughs> one plot. So I, I've, I've been enjoying that. Um, so yeah, high marks for me so far. I like it. Yep. yep. Cool. Um, all right, let's wrap that on, uh, yesteryear. Cool. All right. Yep. Come check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com. You can check out all our social medias. You can buy our stuff on cafe press and you can give us a rating wherever you're listening to this, preferably a good one. Five stars. Yes, Word. Please. Uh, With that, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Later.